The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught, and there was a man there whose right hand was withered. The scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would cure on the Sabbath, so that they might find an accusation against him. Even though Jesus knew what they were thinking, he said to the man who had the withered hand, Come and stand here. He got up and stood there, and Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save life or to destroy it? After looking around at all of them, Jesus said to them, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and disgust with one another what they might do to Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. This being Labor Day, we have the honor of reflecting on this great gift that God has given us. We know it's a gift because prior to the fall of Adam and Eve, it was given, and they were told to subdue the earth, have dominion over all creatures, and tend to the Garden of Eden, and that involves work. Unfortunately, since the fall, and this is set out in Genesis chapter 3, Adam is told, in the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. So now work becomes a burden. And St. Paul reflects on that in the New Testament when he says, all creation is subject to futility and groans with labor pains, waiting with eager longing to be set free from its bondage to decay. Does that mean labor has no intrinsic value? No, not at all. Paul goes on to say in Colossians chapter 3, Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. You are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, our labor, our work, can be offered to the Lord as part of our prayer and worship. We can sanctify ourselves through honest, diligent, careful work. The pessimism and despair of King Solomon in the book of Ecclesiastes, where he says, vanity is vanity, all is vanity. That is transcended by what we can do now through our faith, which is to use work as a means not only of sanctification, but redemption. Because we can offer our sufferings our labor for the redemption of others. This is what Paul was getting to in the first reading from Colossians chapter 1, starting at verse 24, where he says, I am now rejoicing in my suffering for your sake, and in my flesh I am completing what is lacking in Christ's affliction for the sake of his body, that is the church. I became its servant. Now Paul is not saying that Objectively, the suffering of Christ on the cross is not enough. He's saying subjectively we have to appropriate in our own body, in our own soul, the redemption that Christ offers. And we can aid that for ourselves and others to a good use of our labor. He does this, he offers his sufferings to make known the riches of the glory of the mystery of Christ in you. The hope of glory. 
He says, we proclaim, we warn everyone and teach everyone with all wisdom. For this I toil and struggle with all the energy that he powerfully inspires within me. St. Paul is getting there at the spiritual works of mercy, instructing the ignorant, counsel the doubtful, admonishing sinners, bearing patiently wrongs, comforting the afflicted, and praying for the living and the dead. And that's things that we can do in our lives. We can undertake as a, an intentional act on behalf of the Lord, the spiritual works of mercy for the benefit of our brothers and sisters. In the alternate gospel from Matthew chapter 25, Jesus tells the parable of the talents. So the one he gives five, the one two, the other one. And the master tells his servants to go and work these talents for the benefit of him. And unfortunately, the person who had one goes and buries it and he's condemned. The one who had five uses it well and comes back with 10. Now that's an image of the charisms that God has given us in baptism, the talents, the ways that we are particularly gifted for the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. And so as we celebrate Labor Day, let us just reflect on that. How am I using the particular charisms that I have whether it's hospitality or intercessory prayer or teaching, administration, crafts, whatever. There's dozens of them in the New Testament. But we're called to use our gifts, labor, for the sanctification of the world and our redemption. If we do that, then this is indeed a glorious day that we can celebrate, Labor Day. Not just laboring for my monetary increase and material well-being, but laboring for the Lord. And that's why today is a day to give thanks to God for all that he is doing and asking us to labor with him.